Welcome to Dietitian Boss. I'm Libby Rothschild, your host and fellow registered dietitian nutritionist. I serve as a business coach to my colleagues, registered dietitian nutritionists all around the world. I help you get leads and turn prospective clients into paying customers using online marketing and social media strategies that work. Thank you so much for joining today's episode. Hello and welcome. I'm here today with Dawn Jackson-Blattner, aka DJ. She is the author of The Flexitarian Diet and The Superfood Swap. She is the Chicago Cubs nutritionist. She's been featured and she's the Shape Magazine Advisory Board, People Magazine Celebrity Diet Consultant, and the winner of ABC's reality show, My Diet is Better Than Yours. Additionally, she's a TV host for SEE Chicago and WGN. Thank you so much for joining us, Dawn. Oh my gosh. Hey, Libby. Thanks for having me. I love your podcast. I'm so pumped to be here. You are so sweet. I am such a big fan. I actually met Dawn last uh, year at Fancy, and her energy and enthusiasm is so contagious. So I know you're going to just love all of uh, her, her energy and the nuggets of information she's going to share in today's episode. Thanks, Libby. I mean, you know what? We have mutual love because when I met you, then I cyber stalked you on social. And as you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to hire her. I need to be with her. She's got ideas that are different than mine. So I feel like we complement each other very well. Well, I, I appreciate that. That's very nice. So can you tell us, for those who don't know uh, about you or those who do and want to learn a little bit more, um, tell us about joy in your job and a little bit more about how you connect that and what that means to you. Yeah, I'd like to start out by uh, telling you that I never thought I would be talking about joy. Like this is not my innate nature. This all happened because I got off the phone one day with an intern uh, who said to me, you know, what? I want to write books. I want to be on TV. I want to write for magazines. I want to do cooking classes. I want to host a TV show. I want to do all the things you're doing. Tell me about it. Tell me how to do all these things. And so I was giving her some guiding principles and everything, hung up the phone and just started bawling, crying as deep as I could ever remember crying. And it really was because I created this amazing life from the outside. You know, people are like, oh my gosh, I want to do these things. But on the inside, it felt horrible. It felt like a rat race. It felt like everything was just like goals and outcomes, goals and outcomes, go achieve, go achieve more, 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 you know, and it was just like a miserable existence. And I said, wait a second here. This is a passion career. I chose to be a registered dietitian nutritionist out of passion. I heard on television, do for a career what you love doing in your spare time. So this is what I came up with. So how did I turn this passion career into something that was absolute misery and bawling, right? So I was like, this has got to end, man. This has got to end. So at that point, it uh, really was a turning point for me of uh, talking about goal setting and achievements and outcomes and flip the switch about really being joy is my compass. And you know, you think about a compass, right? A compass helps you get places, right? So you're like, hey, where should I go? And you look at a compass, right? It's like north, south, east, west. Well, if I use joy in helping determine my direction, uh, I actually can go very far, but also most importantly for me, not hit burnout and actually enjoy my work days, right? So that's the whole point at the end of the day for me is like, I want to enjoy my life. That's amazing. 
And I feel like so many of us forget about that or we kind of push joy to the side and I love how you embrace it. And it's the, it's, it's almost like you, you wouldn't do something or, or the word joy is what helps you engage with an activity and engage with your life. And I think that's special and a very obvious part of your personality. Well, and I'll tell you this again, I just want to reiterate, like, this is not, I wasn't born like this, right? I wasn't like, oh yes, this is like a, just a natural thing for me. This is learned optimism, right? This is like a learned skill that I have developed because it really everything has always been in my life about achievement, get the A, be the student council president, like be the leader. Like joy to me was something that in fact you push aside because you want to be successful. Like legit, you don't worry about happiness. You bleed, you work so hard, you're bleeding. And that's how you can prove you're successful. Joy is just going to get in the way. Like that is literally the sort of uh, algorithm, right? That I like use um, up until the point that I was like crying on that phone call. And yeah. so, um, so this is really a different, you know, I've been pretty much studying joy in my own life and reading about it and doing these things for about the past seven years, which, you know, if you think about it as like a PhD, <laughs> so I would consider myself from the school of life, I have given myself this PhD in, in using joy for not fluff, but using joy, in fact, as a success tool. Incredible. Absolutely inspiring and incredible. And I know you had so many opportunities with writing, winning a reality TV show and being on national morning shows. Uh, I was just wondering, in working with celebrities, if you could share a little bit about how this all happened. Yeah, so uh, actually, I didn't really know. I, I would say, you know, maybe up until about three years ago, I really was like, I have no idea how this all works. I don't know. But uh, I was asked to do a commencement speech at my alma mater, which is like, really, I feel like the pinnacle of like, wow, like, this is where I graduated. And now they want me to address hundreds upon thousands of graduates, right? Um, and give them words of wisdom. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to do an audit of my life, career life, right? Like how did all of this happen? And it all boiled down to one essential theme. And this really was uh, kind of how now I view the world and how it works. That opportunities find you when you are enthusiastically doing the work. So it's sort of like this idea of, you know, you're using joy as your compass. Like, what should I do? Should I do this or this? What do I like? What do I want to do? What would be fun? And so you're using all that and then you apply the hustle, right? So this is not like, oh my gosh, like this is fairies deliver this stuff to me. And I, this is all magic. I do believe in fairies and magic, but only when a hustle is applied to all of that joy, right? So, um, so I love the idea of start now with what you find enjoyable and, and give it to people. You don't have to wait until it's a big magazine or the Today Show or Good Morning America. It's like if you like TV, well, you go to your local channel and pitch yourself or better yet, I mean, there's YouTube, right? So you can start doing your own TV show right now, today, this afternoon, right? So the idea of starting now with something that you love and you want to share with people and you're doing that enthusiastically, applying that hustle, it's, it's hard to ignore people who are enthusiastically working their ass off. I love that. It's, it's so powerful and absolutely true. And also it's just something that I think we overlook. I oh think that gosh. that's, yeah, yeah, 
amazing. Well, I mean- if you look at, uh, you know, like I like reading books about success and, uh, you know, goal setting and all that stuff. And nobody talks about joy setting, right? Everyone talks about like, what are you going to do in five years, three years? What's your two month plan? What's, you know, what are your outcomes, outcomes? And that's where I got myself in a real bad spot, you know? And so it, there isn't much uh, in terms of proof of efficacy, right? That is, does this really work? And that's why I feel drawn to talk about this is that, you know, I, I really, I don't want to be this joy messenger. Like, I feel like I have to be, I feel like this is some sort of truth and lesson that I've been given to say, listen, I really do have life proof that, you know, if you follow your joy and apply the hustle, uh, in that order, right? Uh, following joy first and applying the hustle second, uh, really magical opportunities can happen. And even, you know what, listen, I'm established 15 years plus in the business and I'm always like, well, what am I going to do next? So like, what am I going to do next? And the minute I feel that pressure, oh my God, my creativity seizes up. Like I can't think straight. It's just like too much pressure when I'm in the, the vibration of fun and joy. Oh my gosh. I have like creativity. I become more brave and daring. I have so much energy that I can outwork everybody, right? So it's like there is a science to why joy and fun work. And that really is that it sort of flicks that light switch on of creativity and bravery and daring and energy so that in fact, like I said, I have a PhD now in this, right? Of like life. (laughs) Uh, experience that I know in that fun vibration, I get more done. I outwork people and I've never been more creative. That's incredible and powerful and inspiring. I love how you talk about joy setting rather than goal setting. And I will say that that is a really positive, optimist, optimistic, and exciting way to look at how to live your life. So I, it's, it's very inspiring to hear your journey and how you apply this concept to your life to achieve so much success and happiness. And yeah, and, yeah it's and great. You know what, Libby, it's just not easy either, right? Like the other thing is, uh, you know, who doesn't wake up in a funk sort of sometimes thinking you're a loser and like, oh my gosh, it's easy to compare yourself and right. feel behind and just feel like you're not doing enough. And so it's like, holy mackerel, like those are very easy vibrations to hit, right? Those are very low, scary, fear-based stuff. You know, it is more difficult to try and raise your vibe up, right? And to try and feel like, believe that, you know, joy actually works. And, and so I think it takes a lot of testing. Like I love the word test, right? So like, I'm not going to commit to anything. Like I'm not, uh, I don't love the commitment thing, right? So, but yeah, give me a good test. And I'll test it out. So, you know, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be something that you're like, I'm going to quit this job. I hate, and I'm really just going to chase fun like a crazy person, (laughs) right? It's like, no, you can take it down a notch and just test a small thing. Right. And so when I started this whole process, I was just testing very, very small things like single tasking, uh, and just trying to have fun doing one thing for 45 minutes in a row. <laughs> like that was really all it was. And if I couldn't have fun, I was like, huh, maybe this is a task I need to delegate. Maybe this is a task I need to figure out how to get off my plate altogether. Maybe I need to hire someone to do this piece of, of what I'm not liking. Cause if I can't for 45 minutes sit and like something that I'm doing, well, I'm never going to have fun, <laughs> fun doing it then. Right. So it's like testing just one little thing. Um, you know, in, if, 
you know, sometimes it can feel overwhelming to be like such a joy seeker. So I have to just take it down to nudge too. And just like one 45 minute chunk at a time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an incredible perspective and that sounds really like a practical way to, to plan that out. If you could talk to, uh, talk to us a little bit about active manifestation and to break into your dream job. Is that something that you feel comfortable sharing a little bit more about? Yeah. So it's very similar to sort of what we've been talking about. It's just a different way to sort of name it. Right. So it's like, I love naming things. Like I love saying like choice setting instead of goal setting. Like I feel like it's memorable for me too, as a lesson. Right. So uh, active manifestation is just a name I sort of put on this idea of manifesting. You know, people who do like uh, vision boards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's like a form of manifestation, right? You put down things that are your vision. So it's sort of like goal setting, but with a little more heart, right? So it's like pictures and feelings and vibes on a vision board. Well, the unfortunate part is, and I've been to many like vision boarding, like workshops and like I read spiritual text all the time. I love this idea of putting more heart into your job, right? I love this stuff. But like, if you just stop at a vision board and you're just like, oh my gosh, I really want this new job. I really want, you know, to speak in front of a million people or whatever it is. It's like, uh, you know what, that only gets you so far, people, right? (laughs) That only gets you so far to make a vision board and start trying to manifest it by thinking about it and feeling into it and looking at that vision board. Really, the, the word that I like to add to that is the active manifestation, right? So yes, it's good to have all that. And that gives you some joy setting direction of your vision, right? Um, But what are you going to do, people? (laughs) Like, what are you going to do? Give me an action on top of that. Um, And that is like an inspired action that really gets you places. So, you know, you can think about it really as a vision board. And then the second step being um, thinking about the, the next most fun and easy action toward one of those visions. That's incredible. I love that. And I I feel like that's really important and super powerful. And I know that uh, the whole vision board concept specifically is something that a lot of perhaps the listeners and me are very interested in. Uh, So I like your, your reflections about that. That's great. Yeah. You know what it is? It's something uh, when I was in college, Uh, One of my professors had us do a goal book. That's what she called it, a goal book. And she said, you got to cut out, this is an assignment, you got to cut out 50 pictures of goals that you have, you know? And so I had, you know, all sorts of, I mean, when it comes to be 50, I mean, you're starting to get cuckoo crazy. Like you're, you're grasping at straws to try and figure this out. Like I had pictures of like, I want to be festive and decorate for every season or like stuff like that, or have a Volvo or like, you know, whatever it got beyond even career stuff and just like into like life. And, um, so it was like a cool concept. I had never, I've never heard of that. Um, but then as I was like going through life after college, I was like, oh my gosh, like this teacher was actually teaching us about vision boarding, but she called it goal, a goal book, you know? And so, um, so it really is something that I think, you know, no matter what you call it, sort of this idea of working in a direction of your vision feels a little more lighthearted and a little more heartfelt than even, you know, just writing on a piece of paper, your goals of what you want to achieve. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, they perhaps can work in tandem, 
But if you are someone like me who, you know, has suffered from like a serious like meltdown, breakdown, burnout, um, you know, vision boarding and sort of that more lighthearted joy setting um, plus hustle uh, is, uh, is an interesting sort of way to, to think about things. I completely agree. And I, I love that approach that, like you said, the lighthearted approach, I think that's so helpful. And it kind of takes out, like you said, some of the pressure and the stress that um, can cause some of those negative feelings and um, make us feel almost trapped. So I, I love your, your fresh perspective. Yeah, thanks. Well, I mean, uh, like I said, this was not uh, any reason other than like out of necessity, right? They, they say that necessity is the mother of invention, right? So it's like, I've come up with many of these tools literally because uh, I needed them <laughs> because I was miserable. And remember, I mean, I, I would say 99.9 .9 of people in the RDN world, right, mm -hmm. are passion driven. Like we've picked this career. We, you know, we didn't pick, uh, you know, the safe money bets of like finance or business or whatever. Yeah. Right. We picked this as like a, a passion career. And then there's so many things you can do with it, as you know, because you interview all these people with how they use their, uh, you know, uh, degrees and mm -hmm. you and are so much in business entrenched in the dietetics field. Like it's just, it's so cool that there's so many things we can do with our credential. Absolutely. I completely agree. Really, the opportunities are endless and they keep expanding. It's just, it's exciting. And it's, it's also really a, a way to, to pave and create new experiences that you didn't know could exist and um, combine your experience with your passion. And it's, it's great. It's, it's really yeah. an incredible field to be in. You're right. And it can be overwhelming at times, you know, so, you know, I have a lot of people who will call and be like, um, you know, do you ever get bored? And you're like, if you're bored, that's your problem. You, uh, there is so many opportunities. It's your fault if you're bored. Right. And so, um, I often found, uh, that there are so many opportunities, so many things were coming that I needed to have a new way to make decisions like decision-making in a joy mindset, in a high vibration, uh, was tricky to me. So I came up with this three-step plan to sort of help with like all of these opportunities. And um, so I, I could go over that quickly with you because it actually yeah. is, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, I would so, love that. Yeah. So decision-making was a tricky thing for me. So what I said is like, okay, you know, I'm going to test some systems here, right? So uh, as much as I love joy, you know, I love a good science and I love a good hustle, right? I love a good experiment. And so uh, I came up with this three-point um, system and I just love it for decision-making. So uh, the first thing, you know, an opportunity presents itself, right? After you're enthusiastically hustling your ass off and you're like, okay, you know, should I do this? Should I not do this? So the first step that I decide is I say, is this a hell yes? Right. Like there are some things that are like, oh, my gosh, I don't care how much money I'm making. I don't care how many people this is. I don't care about any detail. This is just such a hell. Yes, I have wanted to do this forever. Yes. OK, that's an easy decision. You know, you say yes to that. Right. Then right. there is the second step, though. The second step is, wait a second. If it's not quite a hell, yes, I don't know. It is, do I want more of this in my life? Because here is a universal truth that anything you say yes to, you will get more of. So if you're like, I'm just going to do this thing because it's good money. I'm going to hate it, but it's, you know, it's good money. I'm going to do it. Well, here's an issue is that the more you say yes to things like that, the more opportunities of that same degree will come to you. So if you don't like sports nutrition and you say yes to some sports nutrition jobs, 
you will get a ton of sports nutrition jobs after that first yes. So being careful with your yeses because it starts to multiply opportunities in that direction. Okay. So I say, you know, if it's a hell yes, if I want more of that in my life, then that becomes a more clear yes. And then the final one has changed everything for me. And this final one is, is there any way I can make this opportunity more awesome? And what I mean by that is sometimes somebody will say, Hey, would you like to, you know, come do this talk or whatever? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like a hell yes. I definitely want more public speaking in my, uh, you know, uh, lineup. So, okay, that's a yes. But this isn't quite the topic that I would want to talk about. So I would go to the individual asking and I would say, oh, my gosh, I love this. It sounds great. I would love to do more public speaking. Um, here's the topic I propose instead. And I will tell you nine times out of ten, uh, this making things more awesome always works out in my favor. I change how much money I make. I change what topics I get to talk about. I change with the ease at which my preparation for this event would be. So people will ask me to come and do a talk and they'll say, you know, we'd like the 60 minute PowerPoint. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, whoa, this does not sound like fun for me, please. And I say, hey, this, how would I bring somebody who can interview me, you know, like an Oprah talk show reality style thing? Because guess what? I can do that easy and fun. And so I will go to opportunities and try and change them to be more awesome in my favor of fun and ease. And guess what? The audience benefits from this because I'm working at my own high vibration, right? And they're feeling better about the content I'm giving. So that three-step process has really helped me. Is it a hell yes? Do I want more of this in my life? And is there any way I can make this more awesome? I love your three-step process, specifically the last one. And I loved your example. And I feel that uh, a lot of us listening might not even realize we can take that opportunity to make things that we're doing more awesome by taking a leadership role in, in our lives. And thank you for, the, for those examples. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, like I said, all of these things come out of like, I really just need help. And there's not that much stuff out there about how to live uh, a successful joyful life, right? I don't want to just be a, you know, living off the land and happy, uh, you know, I want to be successful, but I, first and foremost, like, I want to make sure that I keep in mind, I chose this career out of passion and I want Absolutely. to be happy. Yeah. Absolutely. When's, when's your book coming out, Don? I know, right? This is, uh, <laughs> this is definitely, I feel like after the PhD in life on this, stuff, I feel almost ready to talk about it, but you know, there still is a little bit of shame in there for me that this seems very fluffy it seems silly. Uh, it seems insignificant, right? So like the more I get opportunities like this to talk to you, to talk to, you know, our colleagues uh, yeah. and really bounce these like fresher ideas uh, off and hear more success stories too, you know, my confidence builds for sure. Yeah. Well, I do not think it's fluffy. I think it's helpful. It's passionate. It has, there's a lot of female energy and it's extremely relatable. Uh, so I am a huge fan of your philosophy and how you speak about it and anything you want to do, whether it's public speaking or a book, or like you said, just conversations. I think it's very inspiring. I love it. Well, I do have a tagline. So here's the new tagline, right? Follow okay. your joy. Okay. Listen to this. Follow your joy, but don't forget your hustle. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think right? that's, that's great. Right. Because it really is like, I'm not all just like butterflies, roses and glitter. Like there is some hustle, right? There is like an accelerator pedal. You got to push. There is action that needs to be taken, but it can be done in a joyful, heartfelt, light, easy, fun way. 
Incredible. Absolutely incredible. And make sure to check out DJ Blattner on Instagram and look at how joyful she is and her pictures and her stories and her presence on social because that's where I connect with her specifically on Instagram. Is there anything else that you wanted to, to leave us with today? You know what? I, I love that tagline. I think that's the best one to think about is follow your joy. Don't forget your hustle. And uh, thank you so much for having me. I just, I've loved watching everything you do. And I'm a huge fangirl. Oh, same way, Dawn. I'm a fangirl for you. Thank you so much for being on today's show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining today's episode. If you'd love to learn more about how to get leads online and turn prospective customers into clients, apply for my coaching. I still have a wait list. Go ahead and visit LibbyRothschild.com. That's www.LibbyRothschild.com. Go under signature service and apply for my wait list.